0: What is the best scam call you've ever gotten? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. Hello, America. What is your favorite scam call you've ever gotten? 651-641-1071. I got the best scam call yesterday. Oh, awesome. I have never gotten this one before. The
1: best? Is, did you win something? No. Oh.
0: You know how usually you get like you know, hi, this is Rachel from Card Your Services. Your warranty
1: is about to yeah. expire.
0: Like those, I'm just so bored of those. So imagine my surprise yesterday mm-hmm. when my phone rang and it was from it was the number was from Tennessee. Okay, Nashville, I think Nashville, sure. Tennessee. And I was like, oh, what is this? I'm gonna answer it because sometimes I do. I am delighted by answering those things and just like hearing what the yeah, heck. That they're is trying a now. talent
1: uh, that is unique to you. Oh, thank you. Because so, I want nothing to do with those. I run away from them.
0: I pick up the phone and it is this robotic lady voice that is like, Hello, I am calling you from Border Patrol and the Department of Homeland Security.
1: Oh, that's serious. Okay, Scary. right? I
0: know. So I'm quaking in my boots. And the next thing she says Are they is. Up
1: north?
0: No. Again, Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. I mean,. I can't, yep, Yep. do the math on that. There's
1: a border in Tennessee? Thank you. Okay.
0: We have seized a large box of drugs with your address on it. (laughs) And I was like, Whoa. This is wow. one I've never heard before.
1: Do you do you do like express scripts? I do that, well, where they send you your medication through the I mail. I don't,
0: <laughs> but I don't think those are the drugs that they're talking about. And then it then it says
1: We have arrested a drug mule right. and they gave us your name.
0: It basically it's like you're in big trouble, press one. And I'm Did like, Did you oh, press really? one? Now I'm really upset with myself <laughs> because I, I, I regretted it immediately because I was like, what was the next thing that was gonna happen if I pressed one? But instead I just hung up and then I told everybody in the office, you know, hey guys, turns out, actually, I think I was listening to it on speaker. Anyway, a lot of questions from my coworkers, like what kinds of drugs were they? Uh, how big was the box? Um, How can I pick it up? You know, those kinds of things. Anyway, I just was delighted by that. I don't know. That's a new one. I have
1: not heard that one. I know.
0: 651-641-1071. What is your favorite scam call? Let's go to Lila. Lila's on the line. Hi, Lila. Hi. Lila,
2: what was your
0: favorite scam call? My husband got that same call yesterday. Is that
3: the one? Is that the one you were calling about? Yes. That's the one I was calling about. He got that, and he said, boy, I must be a dangerous dude if they have to arrest me over the phone. I know, right?
1: Especially giving you a heads up. It was very nice of them.
3: Yeah, but I've been arrested over the phone three or four times Have for you? social security fraud, too. Wow. Oh, wow. Gosh, Lila, and you're dangerous, too. <laughs> That's right. I'm dangerous, too. Gotta arrest me over the phone. Thank, thank you for your call.
0: Thanks,
1: Lila. Be safe.
0: Here's my question about that. Like, doesn't it make you wonder about the people who fall for that? Like,
1: Well, I one imagines that it is a person of a certain age
0: mm-hmm.
1: who is uh, maybe, you know a little more susceptible to scams on the phone.
0: But then what do they do next? Like, that's my next question. I imagine it involves giving a
1: credit card or your bank account information. For sure. To protect your identity, right? And then they end up giving over their money. Like, uh, inevitably, I feel like those are always, like, that's the whole point. Mm. The weird one, the weird one that I got was that one where it was never resolved, but I kept getting these calls saying that, um, there was an insurance claim. It was like an insurance company who was calling about a claim. Yes. And, but they had my actual car information. Mm-hmm. Like they knew what kind of car I drove. And, um, I was pretty sure that it was like a scam, yeah. right? Because you're just like, you're like, I don't, but my, hadn't my you insurance, also, I had just gotten in an accident. That's the thing that, yeah. cause
0: I remember that piece.
1: So I had just gotten in an accident. I had taken care of everything through my insurance company But then like weeks later, I was getting calls from allegedly somebody else's insurance company. And my initial reaction was the other person involved in the accident. But I didn't. I, I wasn't clear on that. And then when I would call my insurance company, they're like, no, you're fine. That's not there's nothing. And so then they kept calling, but nobody would ever call me back. Like I would call. They'd say, you must call this number. And I would mm-hmm. call the number and they would patch me to a voicemail and nothing ever happened. And I was like, I don't get if this is a scam. Like, what are so they trying to scam? That was a crap scam. Right. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: Let's go to Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Jeremy, what's your favorite scam call you've
1: ever gotten? Uh, second place prize in publishers clearing house. <gasps> what? You got second place? Second place. And he, he 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 made point of that. He says, Now you don't got first place, but you got second place. You're getting a brand new Mercedes GSL fifty or whatever and five thousand dollars a week uh, for life. Okay. And then what and did you what so, did he need you to hand over? I it was like fifteen hundred dollars and sixty 50, or fifteen one thousand five hundred sixty three dollars to pay for the federal gift tax
2: on it, oh, and at that point sure. I drive
1: a forklift, a diesel forklift. So at that point I started up my forklift, and I'm like, "What? I can't hear you. What? Uh, what? Oh my god!" He end genius. up hanging up on me.
2: Finally, that's oh
0: genius. Jeremy, that's great. Thanks for your call. Yeah,
1: Ed McMahon is now just placing phone calls. Yeah, like, well, uh, and of...
0: also you got to pay me your taxes up front. Yeah. also from beyond the grave. <laughs> Well, you know,
1: you know, anything's possible.
0: anything's possible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> anything's possible. Is there enough time? Is there enough time to walk through a story that happened recently to both of you having to do with your cars? This was not a phone call, but it was an email. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> sure. Holly, go for it.
0: This was a hilarious story. Yeah, No,
1: we both went deep on the same <laughs> yeah, but kind of it was weird. the
3: same thing.
1: Yeah, literally. At the, the same, same
3: time. It was like yeah. the same weekend. Well, Bradley should tell it because he's the one who told the story first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So we're talking about the um how did it start though? You
0: got an email uh that's they wanted to know if you wanted to trade in your lease.
1: Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So long story short, I and I just how do I do this? I got a flat tire. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get, decide how much time I need to... Yeah. Like how much of the story you really need to know or care about. But ultimately, I had a flat tire. Took my car. And while my car was in there, and I leased my vehicle. Mm-hmm. And while my uh, car was in being serviced, I took it to the dealer. Well, the dealer had called and said, um, actually... We would love, like, do you want to just come in and look at a newer model? Because you're two years into your lease. You only have one year left. Now would be a great time. We've got some great dealer incentives, all that stuff. Right. And it was an email mm-hmm. from the salesperson. And I was like, OK. And it was, you know, a name I recognized from right. a dealer. That, like that you Everything I with. recognized. So I was like, sure, that sounds like a great idea. Tell me more. Well, he followed up and I never got back to him. This was actually before the flat tire. Yeah. This all happened before the flat tire. They just sent me this like, you know, hey, you're about to be up. You've got a year left on your lease. What do you think about a new car? I said, maybe, sure. Whatever. He got back to me. Then I like life took over. Mm -hmm. Then I got a flat tire and took the car in and I happened to get another Message from the dealership, but this time it was from a woman I didn't recognize, mm-hmm. not somebody that I like saw on their website. And she was referencing like a great deal that they could give me. Um, please respond, right? And so I responded because I was like, Oh, I'd already talked to this person. Yeah, so it was like in it. your head, you were like, oh, my Yeah, head, sure. So I respond and I'm like, Yeah, but these are the things that I'm looking for. What can you do? And then all of a sudden, I started just getting these like you know, like, okay, great. We need you to call this number to talk directly to a salesperson. And I was like, so like weirded out by the process. Like, cause the woman's name, like what I started doing all the things you do. I looked at the email address, you know, like we've learned now check the email address, Mm -hmm. check the information in the email and the person's name I did not recognize Mm -hmm. and the email address I did not recognize. But they knew that I was looking for a new car. They knew about my car, the current vehicle that I had. Mm -hmm. So it was like, it was all of a sudden one of those moments where it was like, I'm so confused about what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then I completely got paranoid and thought somebody has like, because I clicked on something and filled out a form. So I was like, oh, now now all of my...
0: My information, information is out there. Information
1: has been taken and my passwords and all that stuff. So then I ended up like re um like changing all my passwords. And, and
0: that very same weekend, you told us this story. Holly had also just changed all of her passwords, and it came out that both of you had gotten the same email from the same place.
3: Yeah, yeah, because which, I would like Bradley, at least my car. Yeah. I was like, Well, tell me tell some me more. more information. Yeah, okay. Uh-uh.
1: But watch
3: out. But here's
1: the truth. Yeah. I still don't know if that's legit in terms of like it might be a service that the dealer cuz I think we both have the same dealer. I think we might. Yeah. Um that it's like a third party service that they use to generate leads uh. and then they just pass the leads back to the dealer, but just because of the world we live in right now where Ooh. everything is suspect, it just was this headspace where I was like I don't know what's real. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it it turned out that I, you know, spoke directly to the to the uh, dealer. And And you got it it all all, squared away. It was all good. Everybody
0: be careful with your emails and there is no box of drugs with your name on it at the border in Nashville, Tennessee.
1: That we know of.
0: Exactly. But if
1: there were... Probably you're not getting a phone call. Just you're getting guess. a visit at the front oh, door. Oh, yeah.
0: Somebody's going to show up for you. Mm-hmm. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some Bennifer news that we need to talk about after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, uh, we've been paying a lot of attention to Bennifer. Why? Because they want us to. Bennifer, nothing. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, uh, we've got more. From Benifer on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yes. Okay, so I just want to start with these uh, photographs that were obtained by TMZ that show uh, Jennifer Lopez looking at some new construction, mm. um, specifically in a bra.
1: Oh, fun.
0: I mean, seriously, that's the headline. Jennifer Lopez wore a bra top and leggings to check out construction on a home. And I'm like, yep, she's house hunting, and they're trying to get as much attention as possible for that. Which brings me to the other thing I want to talk about, which is this. We talked, we touched on this very briefly during some Dirt Alert updates yesterday on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, Jennifer Lopez was on, uh, what's the one with Hoda Kotb, the Today show? Today! Today! Um, she was on with Lin-Manuel Miranda because they re-released their song, Love Makes the World Go Round. And this is the song that they did together after the Pulse nightclub shootings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they re-released it because it's it was the five-year anniversary. Yeah. And they did a video call with Hoda Kotb and Hoda, because she's Hoda, tried to slip in there a little question about Ben Affleck. And rather than explain to you what happened, I think it's prudent for us to share it. Um, Holly, do we have the audio prepared? We do. Here's how this sounded. Look, I just have to tell you, every time I see a picture of you and Ben, I'm like, she looks happier. She looks happier.
3: Are we happier? The song is <laughs> out. Bye. Yes. Five years since we've done it, and I believe that that message of loving one another and coming together <laughs> and love is never more relevant than it is right now.
0: Wait, it's me you're talking to. You know that?
3: I know. You can call <laughs> me. You have my number. <laughs> well, we tried. All right. Okay. So she
0: expertly, <laughs> I know. Would you look at that? She I expertly.
3: Have my number, hold up.
0: She expertly pivots and talks about the thing that she's there to talk about and not about her publicationship with Ben Affleck.
1: Which, to be clear, if she wanted to keep her relationship with Ben Affleck, if indeed that is what it is, we would call it a publicationship. I think of this publicationship probably less actual relationshipy, but that's a whole separate topic and everybody's entitled to their own opinion. However, if she didn't want us to know about this relationship, you could just not show up in public.
3: Yeah. Well, you've been doing know.
1: that. So don't shame Hoda.
3: That's right.
1: For asking the obvious question. Mm
3: -hmm. Also, what you don't get in the non-visual experience is Lin-Manuel Miranda's reaction to Jennifer Lopez deflecting. He is amused beyond...
2: Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose
1: to the gym to work out
0: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the
3: person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
1: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
3: on belief who knows exactly what jennifer lopez is doing exactly
0: now to your point bradley um the this is what what is it I feel like we're going to just keep saying this until everybody gets it and can say it along. What is it that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez blame their previous relationship for breaking up the media, the media? Yeah, they were all up in their business. They had they were like they couldn't have any privacy, blah, blah, blah. So that, so what I find interesting about this, and this is crafty, this is like next level. This is, um, like an advanced level course in poblation shipping, uh, as shown by Jennifer Lopez, is that she's doing publicly, she's gonna do the, the, uh, the pivot. She's gonna do the dodging. She's not going to talk about it so that you as a as a viewer, a keen viewer would go, look at she's not even she wants it to be private. And all those jerk paparazzi are out there taking pictures. You guys, you're smart. You listen to the Colleen and Bradley show. This is all part of the plan.
1: It, it, she lives in a world wherein these two things are completely divorced. No pun intended. That is her relationship with Ben Affleck and her career. Mm -hmm. And how dare you like there is I imagine if she were to say something publicly, like, why aren't you talking about this? She would be like, well, it's nobody's business but my own. It's our business. Right. It's our private business. But again, we only know about it because you've made it public. So to play both sides is crafty. But at a certain point in 2021, I think we're going to catch on. And that is the general public will mm-hmm. catch on.
0: Well, we already have. And we're mm-hmm. trying to get y'all to catch on, too. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, uh, celebrities behaving celebrities. badly. Behaving badly. We call them. Demons. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Yep. And uh, we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. And that name is Bags-a-D.
3: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag uh, of the day. Who's your D-bag?
0: Megan Kelly. Like the no! actual Megan Kelly. Not Megan Kelly Fox. Not Megan Fox Kelly Machine Gun Kelly. Nope. Actual megan kelly okay
1: what's going on with megan kelly well so
0: you know um you know who naomi osaka is yeah and you know that uh part of what you know made her make headlines was being very open about some struggles she was having with mental illness yeah
1: she created some boundaries in the workplace
0: look at that we celebrate that yeah but uh, she has recently, in addition to being on the cover of uh, Swimsuit Illustrated, Swimsuit Illustrated? Nope. Sports Illustrated. Swim. Swimsuit, swimsuit edition. edition. I had all the words, they were just all in different places. The Swimsuit Edition of Sports Illustrated, she's also been on other magazine covers. That is all good. That is fine and well. Thank you very much. Megan Kelly, though, does not find it to be fine and well, oh, and she doesn't know when and how to quit.
1: She always needs something to be angry at because her life is miserable. Oh,
0: my gosh. Okay, so somebody else, who shall remain nameless because I just don't want to get into it, mm. tweeted, Since saying she's too introverted to talk to the media after tennis matches, Naomi Osaka has launched a reality show, A Barbie, and now is on the cover of this SI swimsuit issue. And then Megan Kelly retweeted that and also added, let's not forget the cover and interview in Vogue Japan and Time magazine. Well, Naomi Osaka was like, hey, I just want to like maybe respond to that. And so she wrote back, seeing as you're a journalist, I would have assumed that you would have taken the time to research what the lead times are for magazines. If you did that, you would have found out I shot all of my covers last year. Instead, your first reaction is to hop on here and spew negativity. Do better, Megan. And then Naomi Osaka, creating boundaries, blocked Megan Kelly. Well, Megan Kelly was having none of that. Mm -hmm. And so she shared a screenshot of her being blocked by Naomi Osaka and said, poor. Okay, I can't even. Poor Naomi Osaka blocked me while taking a shot at me. Guess she's only tough on the courts. She's apparently arguing that she shot her many covers before publicly claiming she was too socially anxious to deal with press. Truth is, she just doesn't like cues she can't control. Admit it. Okay. No. So. Stop, please. Just stop.
1: Please um, stop. Here's the problem.
0: Oh. Oh please tell
1: (laughs) the problem is Megan Kelly's not here for an actual conversation with the issue that uh, Naomi Osaka Mm -hmm. raised or the story around the issue that Naomi Osaka was dealing with has generated in the media. Megan Kelly is more concerned with talking about things that she thinks will burnish her own career Mm -hmm. and will serve her own audience. Mm -hmm. She, She is essentially using Naomi Osaka to build support and oh. service her brand, yeah, what her you, audience.
3: What do you know? Her brand includes a new daily talk show oh. starting September 7th. Look oh. at that. And so here she we needs are something talking to about, about her. Her. Yeah.
1: She needs something to talk about. So that's the obvious, right? Right. Because what I will say is if you listen to thoughtful people, and I don't think Megan Kelly is a particularly thoughtful person. She wants you to believe that she is because she's well put together in terms of, you know, She has a career. She's a successful woman. She has credentials. She is educated. And
0: she has a presentation. And has
1: been very successful at different things in her life. Um, All of that to say, what was my point in saying that? That that is fine, you know. Mm-hmm. That lends a, an air of credibility, but with that comes also an incredible responsibility. And I've actually listened to more thoughtful people who want to have an actual conversation about the issues that were raised by what Naomi Osaka did, um, and they point out that this is a very this is an interesting discussion. There are some valid points to make on either side. Mm-hmm. That reasonable people. Can, you know, criticize what she's done or try to better understand what she's done. It's like a re like if you wanted to talk about the issues, great. Go ahead and talk about the issues. But that's not what Megan Kelly's doing. And the no. problem though is that Megan Kelly has all of this actual earned credibility that she is then she is using her image to essentially I don't know, shill for whatever project she's currently working right. on, which is not any of those things. What I, what I mean by that, I'm not making my point very well. No, I it think I understand say, what you're saying. It is to say that Megan Kelly is just out for Megan Kelly, because if she wanted to have a thoughtful conversation about the issues that Naomi Osaka raised, she would talk directly to or listen directly to Naomi Osaka,
0: right? She's not here for the races. She's here to dangle the carrot. Yes, that's all she's trying to do.
1: Yes, because I've heard people have actual discussions about it in a way that doesn't minimize her personhood or just assume the worst in her. Like, how does Megan Kelly know what Naomi Osaka's intentions are or motivations are?
0: Well, and what's interesting about that is, you know, uh, because it's the Internet and it's self-corrects. Um, you know people have pointed out that Megan Kelly herself was harassed and bullied uh and stigmatized for what she went yeah. through with Roger Ailes they did a
1: whole movie about yeah.
0: it yeah and so and and her lack of compassion for somebody else who is trying to navigate a similar type world, meaning a world of visibility of being sort of out in the public eye um how can she do that how can she have no compassion for that i think it's accurate yeah
1: i also think it just serves her like her ideology which yeah. is like she there is like this conversation about like young people being lazy and too demanding and and you know like they miss misunderstand or misinterpret young people advocating for themselves Mm -hmm. as them being lazy or wanting something that nobody else could get, which just makes you look old and out of touch, Megyn Kelly. And frankly, that's good for you because your audience is old and out of touch. So it's working for her. That's why Megyn Kelly doesn't care if people are criticizing her because the people that are criticizing her, ourselves included, she would then just
0: point
1: point at us and say, well, exactly. You guys you know, and, are just further. You're, you're just proving the point.
0: And she's and she's bolstered by an army of her own. You know, supporters.
1: Yeah, Ugh. exactly. She's gross. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't I,
0: like it. It's, and it's a
1: bummer too because there were there were a few moments where megan Kelly would, after she left, you know, Fox after. Oh, we had hope. There, there was an opportunity, I think, for her to like have her own voice. Yeah. But I don't feel like she's having her own voice. But that's again, that's my assumption. Mm-hmm. And she's entitled to do whatever she wants. But people are going to call her out, and right now, it's, um, ju- I, I, think justly so are calling her out mm-hmm. as you just did mm-hmm. for this segment on our show where we serve our audience. Okay. Mm-hmm. Speaking of D-bags, mm-hmm. can I give you mine?
0: Yes, please.
1: This dumb Jennifer Garner story oh. about her stay fit breakfast.
0: I accidentally yes. read this,
1: even though you told me not to read this. Why did you read it? I
0: didn't mean, because I read it before I saw okay, that no, you put it up that's fine.
1: There. If you had read it after, I would have to yeah. arrest you. Oh stay my gosh! Fit. Okay, so um, Jennifer Garner makes the same breakfast every morning to stay in amazing shape. And you guys, if it were only so easy to stay in amazing shape by having the right breakfast, God, how life I mean, would how, be so easy. I, yes. Right? So mm. I, of course, taking the bait, decided to find out, well, what's the thing that's going to keep is me... this magical
0: breakfast? ...an amazing
1: shape. Yes. Um, God, I don't even know where to go. Okay, so... Let's I'll, go to the fridge. Uh, yeah, what's she eating? Yes, so... Um, in preparation for her role in the action flick peppermint, do you remember how old that movie is? That's like
3: a f- couple years yeah. now. A couple right? years and a bomb. And it ago. was not good. Yeah. yeah. It was in no.
1: preparation for this role, she started working with celeb nutritionist Kelly Levecki. Okay. Or Levec. Leville. The Le- trainer who also works with Chelsea Handler, Emmy Rossum, Molly Sims, is known for what she calls her Fab Four formula. I feel like I would just say fab formula because fab for- yeah. formula is a lot of like yeah. unnecessary. They need some branding help. Uh syllables. A smoothie with enough protein, fat, fiber, and greens that keeps you full for hours. So along with her serious acting chops, she now uses smoothies to stay fit. Oh. It's a smoothie. It is literally a smoothie. A booby could make a smoothie. Like it is this is there is nothing unique about this whatsoever. It is two scoops of protein powder. Yeah. flaxseed, chia seed, which don't even get me started, almond butter, almond milk, mm-hmm. a handful of fresh spinach and a small handful of ice. This is what kept her in amazing shape, you guys.
0: It's a smoothie.
1: Amazing shape is just a smoothie away.
0: That's all she did. That's it.
1: That's her amazing breakfast every morning. I'm to getting an amazing shape.
3: Smoothie deja vu. S- You're smoothie getting smoothie deja vu. Yeah. I feel like we've had the same exact article yes. with the same oh. exact recipe. Yes. I'm sure because yes. before. But with a different movie, actress or the same actress? I don't know. But okay. it's like the same smoothie. That's been touted what? by. Can I ask a Jennifer question? Garner, Reese Witherspoon had some kind of smoothie she oh, was sharing. What? Is there How like a this? smoothie <laughs> consortium that pays for this? Also, too much darn fruit <laughs> in smoothie.
1: Also, I, I don't even get me started. Anyway,
0: don't even. Normally, get the
1: drink calls for fresh brew, brew, blueberries. What? How are you doing over Excuse there? Excuse me, I'm sorry. My friend Ray is paying a visit. <laughs> blueberries, but the mom of three, because you know. She's very busy. She's a mom of three. You know how that is, Colleen. Mm -hmm. She had an ingenious hack for her smoothie recipe. Oh, what's her ingenious? Bothering herself with blueberries, which, oh, Oh. who can keep blueberries on hand? Quote, I decided to play super scientist and see if my once upon a farm cold pressed organic puree or baby food could be a substitute for fresh blueberries when I didn't see any in the market. Stop. Yep, it could. Stop. Stop. Oh, by the way, you guys, Stop. Jennifer Garner is the co-founder of Once Upon a Farm.
0: Right, because a logical Jeez. person, a logical person would easily just say, "I'll just use frozen blueberries." But she takes it one oh, further no. and says, "I have a business I need to promote. <laughs> yes, exactly. Do I have any blueberries Let me in put this some business?" Some baby
1: food, which,
0: which baby while baby is easy is-
1: to buy, it is terribly easy to manufacture
0: oh my gosh you guys it's blended up
1: food do you have a blender
0: i the when i learned
1: well that's just what a smoothie is it's adult baby food
0: i'll just i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this i'm sorry Mm. let it out we're
1: just on a roll Mm -hmm. megan kelly now smoothies.
0: i'm sorry this is about baby food (laughs) don't 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 do it just don't do it it's not, people will say, like, oh, it just is so much work to make baby food. It's really not. Here's what you do. What are you eating? Put it in the blender. Yeah. That's all it is.
1: Yeah, but Colleen, it's hard. No, and it's hard. And so, not. you know what I'd rather do is I'd rather Jennifer Garner mm-hmm. puree it for me. And sure. then I go to the store and I buy it and I feel a little bit like Jennifer Garner when I'm making the smoothie and I stay in amazing shape. Amazing. And then I look in the mirror in the morning and go, I'm not in amazing shape, but I'm taking this dumb smoothie. Oh my God, I feel horrible. What can I do? Well, then you open Instagram and Jennifer Garner is shilling for some lotion. And you're like, well, maybe if I buy the lotion, then I'll feel better about myself.
3: Amazing.
1: And guess what? You won't.
3: I still feel sad.
1: Drink water, get a lot of sleep, Mm -hmm. listen to Kalina Bradley, Mm -hmm. and you're golden.
3: You're fine.
0: That's all you need. You're fine. We gave that back to, to You're welcome. You do not even have to buy. you can also listen to our podcast for free.
1: Oh, by the way, second mm-hmm. season of which dropping as we speak.
0: Is that what that
1: is? Like the big old smoothie that's about to drop.
0: Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a D-bag double down. Too much D-bag, not enough time. We'll tell you about another one after this on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. And we've got some extra Uh, D-bags. We're on a roll. Well, you know, happy happy Wednesday. Uh, We've got a little D-bag double down.
3: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the
0: Day.
1: Oh, no. No, I don't know who it is. It's a combo platter. It's the Daily Mail. It's Shamila. What's a Shamila?
0: That is a Sean Mendez and a Camila Cabello.
1: It's a publicationship. What's a publishing ship? A relationship for publicity. This story is hilarious and deserves our scorn. I will walk you through now the fictional tale of dun, 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 the day they locked themselves out of the car. Oh,
3: no.
0: Okay. I already have some suspicions going. So
1: whoops. Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez accidentally got locked out of their car in the middle of a lunch date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, now, that headline, go with me, that headline purports to tell us what?
0: That the two of them got locked out of their car.
1: Now, please tell me what your understanding of got locked out of their car means. It means their keys were in the car and they got locked out. Thank you. So cue the story. I go to the Daily Mail. Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes had a bit of a mishap when they lost their car keys while they were out and about on Sunday. The couple looked like they were planning on a relaxing afternoon, seen fetching some lunch in L.A. But then it all came to a screeching halt when the pair realized, oh, no, the keys. Oh, do not somebody please think of the keys? And then they look through, or we are treated to, a bunch of photos of them looking into the car. And you Trying know that feeling. You yes. know that feeling. You look into your car and you go... Oh, the keys, they're inside, and now I must pay $175 to have some uh, swarthy man show up with his muscles rippling to tear open the vehicles, and I can get my keys back, right? Right. And that, in this case, would be Sean Mendes. Right. Although, then I go on to read the following. Oh, dear. Camilla, who looked lovely in a multi-panel sundress, jiggled the handle. You know, to get in the car just to make sure it was locked. Because I was like, that, were they right? flushing
0: the the car?
1: And then they do that. Sean, the meanwhile, <laughs> tried to peek into the cabin to see if they'd accidentally locked their keys inside. <laughs> what is this journey the we're going? The <laughs> couple who just celebrated their second anniversary didn't appear to let the mishap get them down, keeping smiles throughout then remember where are we we're outside
0: the car and what happened they had got they 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 locked the keys in the car
1: luckily after a bit of searching one of them was able to find the keys letting the duo drive away happy go back to the headline please um yeah i
0: will and then i i want to call bs on a whole bunch of it whoops Camilla Cabello and Sean Mendez accidentally got locked out of their car in the middle of a lunch date. Now,
1: there are two people at blame here. One is the Daily Mail, A, for lying to us. Mm-hmm. They didn't get locked out of their car. She had the keys Jeez. in her purse Couldn't find the it. whole time. That is not getting locked out of your car. Right. Okay. So, number one. Yep. Number, number two, two. And it's a big number two. on the steaming pile of number two that mm-hmm. we are reading through. I would like to take Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes to task for taking us on this pantomimed journey Mm -hmm. of uh, nothing. Yeah. It's so obvious this was a completely fabricated experience to draw out as much attention as possible. Am I wrong?
0: You are absolutely right. And we should have known from the word go. And here's why. Because they have swanky cars and swanky cars these days don't need you to have the keys Like, to put in the ignition to turn, you just have to be near the car with the keys to open the door. And then you also just have to be in the car to start the car. But here's the other thing. You can't lock those things in the car. You know why? The car knows. I learned this the other day because yeah. I left the key in the car and I turned around and I tried to lock it and guess what? The car was like, uh-uh.
1: It doesn't lock it unless, won't lock, the, unless keys the key is outside, on the outside of the car.
0: So uh, yeah. I should, we should have never even clicked on this because we're also the D-bags.
1: No. We're just... No, no okay. I'm not taking that. Okay, fine. I, I, won't, am not, I won't make nope. you take you, that. You can feel like a D-bag. I am not because I took the Daily Mail at its word.
0: Mm. That's
1: true. You took the
0: news... <laughs> At its worst,
1: whoops!
3: <laughs> My bad. This is like I'll also. And, what's going and on? Please with those look two? at the is photos. Please look oh, at the I
1: photos. Please mm-hmm. look I'm at looking. the photos. Mm-hmm. I'm looking. Please look at the photos. I'm looking.
0: Apply the photos,
3: directly
1: to the forehead. <laughs> apply directly to the forehead. Um. Yeah. She's. They're driving a Mercedes. I. I guarantee you. Yeah. That Mercedes cannot be locked. Yes unless the keys are far enough away from the vehicle, which means she held them away from the vehicle as Mm -hmm. long as possible, because please look at the photos. Mm -hmm. Please look at the photos. I
0: can't, why is it doing this to me?
1: She they're standing there, I know, mugging for the camera. Yeah. No, this was a they full. They turn around, she's looking experience. directly at the camera, smiling. Yeah, and then yeah. there's one where he's looking in, like, maybe we
2: locked them inside, because
3: guys. That is not a person. Sean Mendez in these photos is not a person who is stressed out legitimately, not even a little bit about their car. She's holding a bottle of something
1: inside. and is like, hey, and she's jiggling the door handle.
3: Also, the car needs a wash, some turds are on. There. I'm okay, what? also. Was this the car that oh. was stolen from Sean Mendez? Oh! This is a good question.
0: I, is it his G-Wagon? Oh no, this isn't a G-Wagon. No, G wagon. A G no. Wagon. he did this have his G-Wagon wagon stolen. Mm-hmm. Also, okay, t- did you watch the video? No. He's Okay, you guys, these two, I can't. Let me tell you how a car works, you guys. He starts by digging through her purse looking for the keys.
1: It doesn't matter. Yeah, no. You again. don't
0: need the keys. To, you do not need to furnish the keys. Okay,
1: what is that? Can you please tell me GLC 300? What does that mean? I don't know fancy cars. That's Mercedes.
3: GLC what? 300? 300. That's very fancy.
1: Um, of course it is. What do we call those things? Like a,
3: a fancy car?
1: No, like what what would the trim? Like I I want I'm trying to get like what what is on the car like does it have
0: oh like features what yeah, features, features, features it has like you, accessories you. you we don't even have to look it is a it is a bougie car it has the you don't you guys they lied to us that's all it is i, mean, I know that they lied you to know us that. but apparently the daily mail does not know why that. would they lie to us okay when we come back on the <laughs> colleen so and bradley pretty. show what's more important to you at the grocery store price or brand loyalty six five one six four one 1071, price
3: or brand loyalty? We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.